The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome, boys and girls, to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander, and right across me is the one, the only, Tammy the Sasquatch Underwood. Let's jump into the story of Khalil Weaver with our special guest host. And you'll find out who that is in just a minute. Good morning, Good morning. Todd. How's it going, buddy? Not too bad. Just watching the uh, watching the animals. It's kind of fun. <laughs> people watching. We've had uh, we've had eight white bears PC up in three days. Yeah, who to what in the small chicken? Eight lifers PC up in three days. I heard him. What's that mean? Like die? No, they go into protective no. custody. Oh, protective custody. Duh, I should have figured that shit out. Duh, PC does not mean die. Do you not know how to spell? <laughs> I'm not even fucking awake yet. Like, I woke up with one of those sleep hangovers. I was super fucking dehydrated. Like, I got up, drank a you gallon of water. You snored a lot again last night. I was out, man. I haven't slept in, like, fucking three or four days. Okay. And was there a stripper involved or just... Uh... Went off the deep end. I want to. What the hell, man? Sleep. Get some sleep. You need nah. some sleep. I was just saying, does he not know us? <laughs> good old fashioned insomnia, man. So, guys, I have a good one for you today. You guys ready for this one? I'm ready. All right. We got sure. Khalil, Khalil Weaver, uh, Wheeler Weaver, and AKA, he's called the dating app killer. And I picked this, I think you picked this one for me, actually. And this one is going to be close to Todd and I's heart. Okay, I don't think I did pick this one for you. Maybe I picked it. I can't yeah, remember. I, I quit assigning them a long time ago. So check this out, y'all. There's a lot of dating apps out yeah. there, right? And, uh, and yeah. long gone are like the days of, you know, relying on singles ads and, and newspapers like Lonely Hearts and shit like that. Going to singles bars, yeah. you know, a, a friend knowing someone or even worse, and we've all been there, your family introducing you to a, quote, Nice girl. <laughs> I haven't been there, but okay. <laughs> oh, in your case, your family you're introducing you to a grizzly bear. You know, yeah, I just got you know. a middle finger to hook to stand up at you. <laughs> you know, sometimes blind dates can be a real bitch. <laughs> you know? No kidding, uh, man. I had a friend of mine, and I won't call him out because I give him shit about it all the time. He, uh, <laughs> this was years ago. He calls me and goes, Scott, I have got the perfect girl for you. I said, okay. It's my cousin, and her name's Ann. I said, okay, cool. Uh, do you have a picture of her? Dude, she's got a great personality. She's really funny. Great. What does she look like? Dude, she is hilarious, has your sense of humor. Well, I've got ADD. So I'm like, fucking, I forgot all about what I was asking. I go out, and this chick was a mongoloid. <laughs> Say that she was, and here was the worst part, right? I mean, she's looking at me, going, "You know, you'll probably get lucky tonight." And I'm like, "Yeah, my luck would be is going to be getting the fuck away from you there, God, <laughs> Jesus Christ!" Oh, cave you crawled out of, but fuck me. And I, I, I don't shame. I mean, I don't shame people because they're fat or because they're ugly or whatever. But you got to be a little bit turned on before Scott, you bang someone. Yes, sir. But Scott, we. we we really want to know the answer, though. I mean, seriously. He did. Just tell he the did. truth here. No, I did not. You did it, didn't you? He no, did. I did not. Thankfully, man. Like, we finished our date. I go to drop her off at my buddy's house because uh, she was just in town for like a, a week or so. And she said, so you want to come into my room? And I started coughing. Oh, man. You know, I'm just not feeling good. It must have been something I ate. Got to go. Bye-bye. And I called my buddy. I said, you are a fucking 
dick. <laughs> Did you have a good time, Scott? Yeah, I'm having a good time when I push you off a cliff. What the hell's wrong with you? That's horrible. Hey, Tammy. He did. He did. He just <laughs> he did. Oh, you sick bastards. Dude, you and I both know. <laughs> oh, my God. So, hey, you know, I can't say much. Uh, you know, the, the things that we bring home at 1.45 in the morning, I mean, shit happens, man. <laughs> oh, this is true, but I wish I had a picture of her, man. I'd send her a nuts and that tea because you'd be like, oh, my God, no. That that just that, that made me, my, my dick go from an innie to an Audi. Or Audi doing any? Audi doing any? You mean? I, I've been in a maximum security prison for over six years. Ah, good point. Good point. Hey, give him, give him my number. <laughs> so, anyways, in, in today's tech savvy world, right? A lot of people turn to dating sites to find, you know, kind of what they're looking for. And no matter if it's a long-term relationship, you're gay, you're straight, you're into BDSM, discreet hookups. There's a site that caters to you. So I decided to check out a few apps and uh, kind of get a feel for what's out there, right? And uh, and I saw apps for every race. Like, they got ones that are just for the black community, the Spanish, Jewish, Christian, of course, you know, Christian mingle. Uh, they even have everything. ones strictly for that's BBWs. Not, that, that's, that, that's, that's not true. I, I, I disagree. They, they have all those sites. But if you put out one whites only, there's going to be protests. That's that a fact, actually. Yeah, if, if, if I had an ad that said, you don't have to be lonely at CaucasiansOnly.com, pretty soon the NAACP is <laughs> at my door. I'm on the oh, news. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm in, even, uh, the, serial killers are, even serial killers ain't that crazy to go down that road. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding, right? Oh, my God. I mean, pretty soon the, the, the magazine articles that we're doing currently are sitting there going, musician Scott Alexander's a racist. I just wanted to cater to Caucasians. You can't do that. So, any hoosies. Any hoosies. Because <laughs> we'll get off track if I don't get us back on yeah, track. And it's my no, fault most Scott's of the time. Scott's going on a dating app site again. <laughs> so, there's one app in particular, though, that while it's lost its uh, popularity, is still, you know, kind of in service today. And it's a dating app, and it's called Tagged. Who? Tagged. T-A-G-G-E-D. Oh, I've never heard of that one. I have. Um, I, I, You've used it, huh? Uh, years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, at, at one time, people used to use uh, th- that app all the time. And that was until apps like you know, Plenty of Fish and Tinder came onto the scene. And that was the hunting ground for Khalil. He used Tagged. So... And today's, right. yeah, so let's talk about Khalil a little bit, and then we're going to get into what this, this peckerhead did. So he was born April 20th of 96 in New Jersey, and all of his friends said that he was really quiet and shy, you know, he didn't have very many friends, he didn't do sports or nothing like that, and he was raised in a really well-to-do area um, in Orange, uh, New Jersey called Seven Oaks. And, uh, and his whole family was in law enforcement. Like, his, his stepfather was a detective, his uncle was a detective, and he retired from the New Jersey PD. Um, and the list goes on. And Khalil um, became a security guard after he graduated high school in, in 2014, and he had dreams of becoming a, a cop himself. And I'm pretty sure that we're all glad that he never did become a cop from, from what he did. Uh, yeah, probably will be. So, like I said, in high school, he didn't play any sports, didn't date anybody, you know, didn't do any extracurricular activities. That 
that type of thing. And that, you know, with, with his quiet demeanor and being kind of nerdy, it kind of made me makes me wonder what drove him to kill these women. Yeah. Because I didn't read anything about abuse or mental instability. He was Was, was his mom a prostitute? No. Okay. Good family, man. His stepdad was a cop. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah, what he, he said. was a bully. Nothing like that, you know? Wow. And I, the only thing I can think of is maybe he killed just because he could, and he thought that he might be able to get away with it and outsmart the cops. But, yeah, fucking Yeah, because his dad would, yeah. So his first victim was Robin yeah. West. Robin was a 16, a, 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 I'm sorry, a 19-year-old sex worker. You know, a hooker. A 16? <laughs> she was 16 years old. That's what I was thinking because I was thinking about Asian girls. Um, but I digress. And that's how Scott went to jail. Yes. Yes, he did. So she would have turned 20 just four days after she died. And that is a fucked up birthday present. I'm telling no you. No shit, yo. So according to Robin's friends, which I assume were other hookers as well, car rolls up, right? And the man who drove it was really nice, just polite, you know, really sweet, kind of endearing guy. And he pointed at Robin and away they went to do the deed. So Orange, New Jersey is a post-industrial town with lots of abandoned buildings and houses as well. Khalil took advantage of that fact and took Robin to an abandoned house. And side note, why the hell would she go into an abandoned house in the first place? Because she's a hooker and they'll do it anywhere. But has she never seen a horror movie? That's how horror movies start. That is true. And she's a sex worker, so she'd be the first to die. And on top of that, I want to point out that all the victims... You got to go where the cash is. Well, that's true, but and, and all the victims were black, by the way. So that's a you know in horror oh, movies, yeah. that's a double death. most death. But you usually die by going into like uh, an abandoned house, a cemetery, any abandoned building, things like that. That's how the horror movie starts. And then the person died, and they're black. They die first. There's a few people that die first uh, that right away in horror flicks. Number one, fat asses like me. We don't live very long. Because we can't outrun anybody. <laughs> I can't outrun shit, and I've got a foul mouth, so you know that I die before the opening credits are even done. I die. And then it's the black guy or the yeah. black girl. That's just the way that, that, that You happens. know, the only time that didn't happen was in Anaconda, and Ice, Ice Cube had made a joke about being the black guy and how he knew he was going to die first. Yeah. One movie. I, I, hate, I, hate to tell but in, I hate to tell you all, but in every movie, I make it. So, it's fifty fifty on you because you're kind of a chunk, you're a chunky guy too, and those now, chunky guys yeah. die. We die. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yes, God. But uh, I can still run, and two, I just have to run faster than you. Bastard. See, that's what and Scott would, always tells me. <laughs> and, and and while you are like my brother, I will trip your ass. Because uh, he tells me he's going to trip me too. <laughs> I, I was, I was going to say I'd be okay with you tripping me because I mean I'd be like I would do that shit too. So I kind of yeah. had it coming. <laughs> He'd be like, dude, he got to jump on me. He got the jump on me. <laughs> so, Khalil, I mean, when, yeah, when, Khalil strangled Robin, right? And mm-hmm. then get this, he sets the house on fire to conceal his crime. And according to the reports, as the house burned, and we find this out later on by because they tracked his phone GPS of where he was at different times. He was actually in the crowd while they're putting out the fire. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. But we see that with a lot of killers. Oh, we see that with a lot of arsonists, too. Right, right. They returned to the scene of the Mm -hmm. crime. They kind of tried to inject themselves into the investigation, which he didn't do. But he was over there going, look at that bitch burn. Not this one. (laughs) Yep. They're like, not this one, motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) So there's an older country song, by the way, called All the Women Are Beautiful Lovers. And I guess that... 
Khalil wanted to change from his his girls around the age range that he was looking for. Because he's 20 years old when he's yeah. killing everybody. And his next victim yeah. was 33-year-old Joanne Brown. Oh. So Joanne was also a hooker. So Khalil drives up, right? And once again, he's polite. He's sweet, kind of endearing. She gets in the car, and they go on off to do the deed. So Joanne, who also suffered from some mental conditions, like she was schizophrenic and uh, bipolar, uh, a couple of other things going on in her, in her brain pan, she told, her, she told him, hey, I forgot my cell phone. Can I use yours so I can tell my friend where we're going, you know, to be safe? Yeah. Although she had no idea where she was going at the time, right? She's like, I'm just going to call LaShonda. I'm just assuming that's the name. That's Shaniqua, whatever. Um, I know. Another black joke. Jesus Christ. <laughs> did she call the chicken your head? <laughs> did you say, did she call chicken? Look, <laughs> not all the black chick people. in your head. Oh, I thought you were making a black joke like chicken and watermelon. I'm a no, damn dude. racist. No, dude. <laughs> I am not like you. Yeah. <laughs> So she calls her friend, right? And uh, then her and uh, and Khalil, they go to this abandoned house again. <laughs> <laughs> so Khalil managed to wrap her head up in plastic and duct tape, killing her and leaving her body behind to be found almost two months and two dead bodies later. Oh, crap. So she's, she's in this house and she's rotten. Ew. So throughout all these killings, right? Khalil is infatuated with this girl named Tiffany Taylor. So Tiffany, prior to becoming a hooker, right, she had big dreams in her life. She moved to Florida. She went to college. She studied music and had dreams of being a professional that dancer. That was her problem. She went to Florida. Well, that's true. That is true. <laughs> Nothing good comes out Well, my out heart went out to her because she studied music. I'm all, well, fuck, that's what I studied, except I've got a degree and I didn't have your problems. Let me take a sip of coffee here. Hold on. But nothing good comes out of Florida except for gin. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So, well, yeah, but, you know, according to DeSantis, you know, that is where woke goes to die. So, <laughs> that hey. is true. I am loving not, Florida more and more. Bad. I'm loving Florida more and more. Let me tell you why, and then we'll get on with this. Um, they just passed a law that said that if you're a pedophile, and there's a, now an age cut. If you molest somebody under, like, I think it's like 12 or something like that, you're up for the death penalty. Dude, no way. Yeah, it's something see, like that. Florida's also the one that um, put up those billboards, remember? That had the little girl and saying, you know, just because you're drinking doesn't mean she's your sex toy or something like I mean, something stupid like that, remember? Yeah, Florida's getting real with it. And About how, you know, don't molest your children. And, well, I, I've heard, like, a lot of people sit there and go, it's not fair. How could you kill a pedophile? They didn't kill anybody. Yeah, you yeah, did, you motherfucker. Did. Kill that son bitch. You know what? As a victim of, of sex abuse growing up, I will tell you right now, they killed something inside of you every single time. Yeah, I agree. They kill a piece of your soul. Me, me personally, my... my take on this is child molesters should be killed, drug dealers should be killed, and that asshole who stops at the red light and dumps his ashtray on, on the ground at the red light, he should be killed. I agree. I yep. agree. As a smoker myself. Yeah, Scott doesn't toss his butts out the window at all. No, I I always have like, I, well, I have a butt tray in, in, in my pickup truck that's a little portable butt tray, and then in, in my semi... I've got. I, I use a can. I don't toss my fucking cigarettes out, lazy motherfuckers. Let's dump it right here because I'm too lazy to hit a trash can. Yeah, I know. So check this out. Tragedy would fall upon little Miss Tiffany Taylor. You think? Right. <clears throat> um, she she got pregnant. 
So she had to quit school. She had to move back to New Jersey, where she was from, once again, to live with her family. And then it would get even worse. So she's living out of her car, and she became a hooker to support herself. And time to time living in her car when she couldn't find a, you know, afford a, a motel room. She meets Khalil, right? And he begs and pleads with Tiffany to hook her up. You know, give him a little bit of sweet loving. But Tiffany's like, um, no. Not going to happen. So he finally offers to pay her. And uh, after begging for like a shit ton of time, she finally agrees. Okay, let's meet up. You'll pay me. Give you some love and I'll go on my way. But what Khalil didn't know was that Tiffany was going to steal his money and not give him any love at all. She drives up to his house. And this is, I got to giggle at this because Jesus Christ, stupidity at its finest. Drives up to his house, right? She goes inside. Khalil pays her in advance. And she says, hey, I forgot something in my car. I'll be right back. Gets in her car. Adios, bitchachos. She's gone. <laughs> he got fucked all right, but okay. not in the way he th- thought that he would. Okay. She deserved what she got. Because while I don't believe in killing prostitutes, thieves, oh, fuck them. Um, she had that coming. Oh, yeah. Well, t- check this out, man. Khalil was patient as fuck. He buys a burner phone and he waits for like seven months, right? And then he starts sending her strange text messages. Tiffany has no idea who it was. So he asked to have sex with her over and over again. And she even went as far as to change her number, but he kept calling her and she's like how the fuck does this motherfucker keep getting my phone number had no idea side note by the way once again watch a few horror flip uh, films learn some lessons if the dude because of what's happening what's going to happen next plus the dude getting your phone number time and time again might be a good idea to go i saw this in a horror flick maybe i shouldn't follow through right is it it is sound like a real life horror flick really she finally gives up right and she says okay I'm going to give you some loving for a price. So they meet up at the at the motel that she's staying at. Get this. He wore a ski mask. They still get in her car and they drive off. She, he's wearing a ski mask wearing and a she goes with him and drives herself. To all of our listeners, watch a fucking horror <laughs> film. Dude, Jesus ain't Christ. no amount of money worth that. A horror film could have really said, if people would have watched him, it would have saved uh, some lives. Tammy, now... I can understand your apprehension at a ski mask, but if if I wear a Mexican wrestler mask, you know, hey, uh, then I just might, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you two <laughs> if you two hook up and you wear their Mexican wrestler match, I want to be the referee. I'm a, welcome to mucho libre. Because we oh, did I'm a whole. Up in a, in a, in a, I'm gonna show up in a mask and wrestler mask in a, in a mask in a speedo. I threatened to mow my mow my pastor that way if my neighbors didn't stop staring at me. That's kind of sexy, there, man. Now I'm rubbing my nipples. Ah! <laughs> ah! I love grossing you out. What happens? Ew! <laughs> <laughs> That's because nobody has ever seen them but me. Well, I mean, everybody you've slept yeah. with, but I mean, nobody sane. <laughs> <laughs> It's so sexy. <laughs> so check this out. They, so they, they take off, right? He's still wearing the ski mask. Just, and and yeah. he goes, hey, man, pull off the side of the road here because I got to take a piss right on the side of the road. She pulls off. He bashes her in the head. She wakes up while he's wrapping her up in duct tape, like around her neck and getting ready to kill her. 
And Tiffany, however, was smarter than the average hoe. Khalil takes off his mask. She knew who it was. And she said, no, don't kill me. I left my cell phone in my room, and it has all of your information on it, right? It's got all of our texts, our conversations, things like that. So Khalil says, well, better go back to your room and get it then, right? Because, you know, next, you know, he, he's going to kill her afterwards. So this, this part here had me cracking up when I was doing my research, right? And I titled this, Next on Dumbasses That Kill, Mr. <laughs> Khalil. <laughs> Tiffany managed to get out of her handcuffs that, uh, that Khalil put around her at the time. Uh, by the time they had got back to her hotel room. She also managed to get far enough ahead of him that as she walked to her room, that, uh, that she was able to get inside and lock him out of the room. So Khalil gets pissed, like he's lit, and he's pounding on the door, and he's yelling, let me in, bitch. What a way to draw attention to yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, he finally made enough of a ruckus that he ran away before the cops came out. I better get out of here, man, because I know that, uh, that the you know police is on their way, and I'm, I'm going to fucking jail. So the cops were absolutely no help. But, of course, because it, it, it's hookers, and it's a black hooker, so nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Right. In New Jersey, yeah. Right, because I, I saw a, a video from one of the body cams from the cops. And it was, it, it appeared to me, at least, that they just didn't give a shit that she was almost killed, right? And uh, if they'd paid closer attention, his last two victims might have been alive today. And I mean, they were close enough to New York, by the way. They could have driven up to Rochester, New York. And gotten tips from them. Got a little bit of help. Yeah, from keeping hookers safe. Because, man, (laughs) Rochester, New York, and their hook book, they make sure that their hoes are in control. They are. So weak. Or so. Oh, yeah, man. They they really didn't give a shit. But Tiffany's going to play back into this. Don't worry. We we got her back. Oh, there I am. (laughs) Jesus. Did you lose your spot? I didn't. It's not even that long of a fucking episode. I do that all the time. Jesus, because I write short episodes, man. I don't want to drag it on for like a month of Sundays, because that way there gives us more time to shoot the shit. (laughs) So a week goes by, right? And Khalil was once again looking for a victim. So he gets on tagged again, and he had a lot of fake names that he was using, right? So what they're speculating is he was looking for a broad range of victims. Broad range. Got it. Yeah, you get that one? (laughs) I got it. Broad. Or a range of broads. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like a range of cattle. Oh, look at my range of broads. And they're all grazing right now. All tagged. <laughs> I got all their ears tagged. There's 141 over there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, so he came across a girl by the name of Sarah Butler. and She wasn't his usual victim, though. She was a student. She was a professional dancer who traveled with a dance group from time to time. Sarah had a hard time meeting people. She was pretty shy, right? So she got untagged, and, you know, and that's how he found her. Using the name, you're going to love this, Little Yuck Rock. Go figure that one. Little Little Yuck Rock? L-I-L-Y-U-K-R-O-C-K. Little Yuck Rock. Why anybody would fucking... Why would you fuck with somebody with a name like Lil Yuck Rock? Yeah, exactly. It's obviously a fake name. And once again, if That's she would have watched... a rap name. <laughs> if she would have watched a fucking horror flick, she would have said, this is sketchy as fuck. So he's sitting there and he's going... Um, he's saying, hey, you know, you want to make some extra money, da-da-da. And, uh, and she's like, uh, I, don't, I don't need any scams. Fuck off. He's, no, no, no. How about sex for money? Money for sex. I'll give you 500 bucks. Well... She's like, hmm, 
All right, I'll give up some pussy for 500 bucks. And so she borrows her family's minivan. And she went to go get Khalil. So she drove up to where Joanne, uh, Joanne Brown's body was still at. Yep. Dead Joanne was still in the same house, decaying away. And that's where she met up with him. And then gets in the car, and they drive out to Eagle Point Reservoir. Um, Wait, is that the one that he put the bag around her head? Yeah. And left her there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. She hasn't been found yet. Oh, okay. She's oh, been- yeah, that's right. That, wow. But that's the smell really good. Mm, yeah, tasty. it's like, how can you not smell that? On a nice summer day, I bet you it smelled like soup. Ugh. <laughs> hey, have you been to Scott's? Have you been to Scott's apartment? I'm in Scott's apartment. <laughs> it smells lovely, except it smells like my teenage son. Who, well, not teenage anymore. Today he turns twenty. He does turn twenty today. So they drive out to Eagle Point Ooh. Reservoir. Yeah, big T O. Next year I'm going to try to kill him with booze. Mm. It's going to be good times. You know it's not going to happen. That guy can drink us under the table. That's true. He already drinks because he's my drinking buddy. Which yeah, now I'm going to go to prison for that too. Yeah, pretty much. So they drive out to Eagle Point Reservoir, right? And that's where he strangled her to death, leaving her body like to rot like all the others, just kind of covered her up with some, some branches and a few rocks, right? So, of course, the next day comes around, and her friends are like, where the fuck is Sarah? Like, she's not returning any calls. Girl, where you at? Let's go get our nails did. Oh you know, shit like that. I'm sorry, Shaniqua had to come out. <laughs> oh, my God. So about three days um, from the date that she vanished, her minivan was found behind a Abandoned building, and that's never a good sign, right? Never. Once again, the cops are like, no fucking help. So Sarah's friends took it upon themselves to take over and find this asshat that Sarah had you know, gone off with. Um, one of her friends knew all of her logon information. They go get her laptop. They, they, they pull up tagged, and they find this little yuck rocket. So they set up a whole fake account, and they find him, and they go, hey, you know, da-da-da, money for sex. Let's, let's hook this up. They set up the meeting. Then they go talk to the cops. They're like, hey, this is what we're doing. The cops are like, okay, we'll take over. Mm-hmm. So he goes. Thanks to, for doing our job for us. No, yeah, pretty much. You know, well, I guess we're going to go get her, you know, go get this dude. So instead of uh, Khalil meeting up with this hot chick that he's getting ready to give money to and probably kill and, you know, and I don't know, maybe bang the dead body. I don't know what he's doing. He meets two detectives and they go like, ha, 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 busted. He gets questioned. But they don't have any info on him. And so they let him go. But what they started to do is they started to track his cell phone information. Like to see where he was. That's how they found out he was in front of like the burning building. That's how they found out that when they um, later on discovered uh, Joanne's body, he was there. Um, Things like that, right? And so they they pull him back in. They question him again. He goes, oh, no, I knew him. I, I, I met all of those girls, except that I let them all, you know, like they were alive and well when I let them go. And they're like, ah, oh, bullshit. That, I call bullshit. Yeah, you know, like we can smell the bullshit in the air. And it's not just Newark. <laughs> that place does. Wow. Stink. Yeah, New, New York. Newark is pretty gross. Newark, New Jersey is like the nastiest smelling place ever. Yeah, it's like an open sewer. So they they start collecting all their information, right? And uh, they finally arrest him. And uh, I lost my fucking place again. Anyway, again. They, uh, they tracked Sarah's phone and they found her body. That's how they found her, right? So a few days after they, 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 they found her body, they arrest him. Uh, then they tied him to those three other murders. 
you know, and the assault uh, on ta- Tiffany. On Tiffany, not three others, but you know, three murders in total, and the assault on Tiffany. Like I said, Tiffany okay. came came out in full force. She's like their star witness to help you get the conviction, and he was found guilty on all the charges. I mean, Khalil maintains his innocence, saying that he was framed. But he was given 130 years in prison for charges ranging from arson to desecration of a corpse, sexual assault, and of course, murder, right? Wow. And that's where he's saying, right? And I saw him actually in a video reading a note saying, I was set up by the prosecutor's office. They misled the jury, blah, 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 blah. I don't believe, I believe the coincidences can happen. But that's way too many of them. But yeah, that's a, that's a bit much. Yeah, like, one, maybe. But not that many. Right. Like, if there's a dead body and you show up at a burning house that the dead body's in, I'd be like, okay, you know what? I'd probably show up and go, dude. It happens. Yeah, it happens. But, you know, it's, it, it's fine. But when you can be tied to all three. Yeah. Plus, you're on tagged, you know, or any social media with all these fake names offering people money for sex and trying to lure them in. Yeah. It's, it's a bit much. So that is our story on Khalil. What do you guys think? Dude. Well, uh, <laughs> he clearly <laughs> he clearly didn't watch any of the horror flicks that he should have watched, which is, you know, do not go back to the scene of the crimes. Exactly. Um, beyond stupid. The ski mask showed up in the ski mask. Um, Dude, that, the <laughs> fact yeah, that she went with him, though, that was stupidity on her part, too. And she went with him. Yeah. Now, I've heard a coyote ugly, but what the hell? I mean, if someone shows up in a ski mask. Yeah, you wanna, I know. Yeah. Um, I don't see how anybody goes, yeah, I need that money that bad. Um, yeah. I'm not riding around with anybody in a ski mask. That's exactly what Ever. I was thinking. I was like, I you mean, show up uh, to a, especially, okay, so you're in a vulnerable a vulnerable position to begin with, right? You're a hooker. Yeah. You're one of the most victimized groups out there. You are. You're not just a hooker, though. You're a black hooker, and you're not even like a high-end hooker. You're, like a, you're not like a Heidi Fleiss girl or nothing like that. No. And your customer shows up in a ski mask and says, hey, let's drive somewhere else while I'm wearing this ski mask. And you're like, okay. You're like, oh, that's a great fucking idea. Let's go. <laughs> no, that like makes, I mean, I can, don't get me wrong though. Cause I can understand it. If they had a pre arranged, not the consensual, non-consensual, oh, you yeah, know, okay. thing. Yeah, if, if However, it was role play or something like that, but, but no, this dude yeah, just shows up. No, I don't see anybody. But doing you're driving that around stranger. in a ski mask. Yeah. yeah. But you're driving around with a ski mask. How the hell the cops don't pull you over? Kind of what I was wondering, too, especially because, you know, people of darker skin, because I'm trying not to piss off, too. We already pissed off somebody. No, but, I mean, but, you have a good point, though, because, you know, you know about my friend Marvin. Right, right. And um, there was one time when he, because he used to live in Eugene. He came up from Eugene, and he, he had a vehicle. He paid for it, but he registered it in his friend's name, and his friend had a white girlfriend. Well, they ended up in a domestic dispute, and there was a restraining order out on him. Well, Marvin was up here, and him and I were out driving, and we got pulled over because they thought that we were that couple. And that he had me against my will, even though I was driving. I'm like, no. (laughs) You know, but yeah. I mean, so, but at the same time, it, it, 
that makes no sense. <laughs> no, and uh, no, nobody thought to call and report it. Like, hey, there's a sketchy motherfucker in a ski mask. Yeah, there could be something weird going now, on. Now he was of African American descent too, right? Black descent. Yeah, he's he, he's a okay. black feller. Yeah. See, but but nobody thought possible carjacking. You know, forget the other yeah. shit. Yeah, carjacking. Right, something you nefarious. You a mask. You've got a, a woman driving a car. And it just it this yeah, don't it look made right. no sense. Yeah, I didn't but then, get it myself. you know, <laughs> I don't understand New Jersey half the time anyways. I no. mean, they put out Jersey Shore. <laughs> People who live in New Jersey don't understand New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, come on. They thought the best of their community was Jersey Shore. <laughs> That's true. I'm just saying. Not that I think there's anything wrong with Snooky, but come on. <laughs> I never watched one single fucking episode I've of Jersey Shore. I've seen a couple Shore. of them, but only because my ex-boyfriend was infatuated with them. But yeah, no. See, I think I think me and Scott really missed an opportunity here. We could have taken all of my land and started a foundation, adopt a hoe. Yes. Because clearly, these these hookers, these hookers need, you know, counseling and and and, and guidance and in, you know, my bed. Um, <laughs> we could have got them all out there. We could have brought them all out there and, you know, just had, you know, a foundation. You know, I mean, I probably could have got government funding for that shit, right up a grant. Hell yeah. You know, because I could spend any damn thing. Discovery Channel would be out there going, welcome to Todd and Scott's Hooker Preserve. Here we see them (laughs) frolicking in the field. Out of their natural habitat. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're allowed to roam in their natural habitats. (laughs) They're a safe habitat. Uh, you know, to make sure they, they, they properly get to, you know, breathe everything. Of course, they only wear brown panties, uh, but really uh, the boys' shorts are strong variety. Um, uh, and they get to just lounge around the pool in a safe environment where they can just free to frolic and graze. And, and you know, I can spend this shit all day long. Uh, we, we, we missed our calling, man. I'm telling you, man. But you here's know, the thing. Tammy's over there laughing, and I'm trying to get her to get me two freaking, you know, Asian no. girls. And I said, they can roam around my backyard. She's all, no, that's mean. But if you say that we can open a damn hooker <laughs> reserve, she's all, that's a good idea. <laughs> Tammy, you're a twat. No. Hey, right no. now, Let's I told you before, it, you know, you, you, right now, Ukrainian, Ukrainian mail-order brides, buy one, you get the sister, the cousin, and the mom to it's a bogo deal, man. Hmm. I'm <laughs> However, more and more. People need to understand that I say no to Scott because he first told me he was going to keep them in kennels. And then he said he would V-chip them and let them roam his backyard. In case they get lost. If they get lost, how else would they find them way, their way home? So they can pick him up. They scan the chip. They go, oh, that's Scott Ho. Collars. Yeah, exactly. Collars. That's what I told her. Collars I mean, with their little, names on I mean, little, little collars. Exactly. If found, please return to the Todd and Scott, you know, home preservation fund. And, uh, you know, please call this number, toll, you know, 1-800-TOLL-FREE, and uh, we'll come pick her up. Exactly. Um, you know, we're not, not going to put him in kennels. I mean, hell, you know, cheap as I go through with yeah. Scott? Now I put up with it with you? <laughs> no, it would be awesome. It would be the best nature preserve ever. This is an awesome idea. I'm loving this. The hope, how, the no nature how preserve. How is it a nature preserve? Um, because they're in nature. It's free range. Yeah. It's free range. 
We're not holding them back. They can, they can tie them up. There's no chains. There's no leashes. They just get to roam around and they're preserved. And, you know, we get to play Captain Sabaho eight times a day. That's right. And as we're walking through the preserve, you hear things like, hey, buddy, you need some company tonight? Hey, baby, I'll do anything for a 20. See, that's their mating call. John. John. <laughs> yeah, the hey. call from my other guitar player. <laughs> Naked hoes matter. Naked hoes matter. Yes, they do. See, Todd and I stand for the same things. That's why you should vote for both of us for uh, for running this damn country. Yeah. <laughs> president and vice president. Exactly. We'll just take turns. You Lord know, help us up. all. Be, hey, who wants to do the foreign policy? If we had an assassination since Kennedy, they would assassinate you. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. First thing we're going to do is we're going to legalize prostitution. Yes. One hundred percent. Nationwide legalized weed, uh, pedophiles, drug dealers, and people who dump trash trash on the streets, death sentence. We're going to empty out the prisons. We're going ha- and 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 not going to give a damn about Taiwan all this bullshit. Get our economy going. Bitters up off the streets. Hell yeah, vote for me. Twenty twenty four. That's right, man. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, let's wrap up this episode here and we can get on to the next one, guys. Remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, or wherever you get your blogs. Log on to Facebook and join Citizens of Brutal Nation. Join in the discussion, even if you want to be a twat bag and say that serial killers don't deserve a voice like someone posted on the page just yesterday, yeah. which was being fucking fantastic. But that's okay. I'll still interact with you. Also, you can join in the chat. We have a private chat going on. So go, go for it. Yeah, Check when out you the say stupid st- shit on there, Scott loves it. I fucking love it. I love pissing people off, I tell you. Check out the Etsy store. Go to Twisted Blue LLC store, and it'll pull up all of our T-shirts with different serial killers, including the one or two or ten for Todd Cola and some of his key sayings, which is fucking amazing. This show's copyright 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved and we will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye everybody. Bye-bye.